Welcome to Easter Outspoken. I'm Fiona Stewart. I'm joined by Neil Glover and Jen Robertson. And today we're going to be talking about John chapter 13, verse 1. It was just before the Passover festival. Jesus knew that the hour had come for him to leave this world and go to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. Jen, you've got a question for us. Yes, it's really just around that last phrase in the verse. He loved them to the end. I wonder how that makes us feel and respond to Jesus. Mm, that's good. I, I feel quite uncomfortable sometimes around this chapter uh-huh. and this verse, I think. I, I think I identify quite strongly with Peter, mm-hmm. who wanted to do things on his own merit and found the notion of yeah, of submitting to Jesus, I suppose, and the need for grace. I, th- I, I can identify strongly with that. So I, I suppose there's an element of discomfort that comes to mind for me, I think. I mean, it, it's, once again, it's the, do we dare to believe in this God who just loves us? Mm. It, it really pushes, you know, that's John's overall description of what Jesus is doing, is loving his own and loving them to the end. And that... We're we're used to the violent imagery of the of the cross, but in a sense, what's going on here is that when Jesus washes feet, he's in the in such a gentle, intimate way. He's almost picturing the cross as well. Mm. The cross is an act of foot washing. It's, but it's. I also quite. I really like the way you chose that question at the end there, Jane, or that phrase that you picked out, because it's just making me imagine what it is to be loved by Jesus. And from a really human perspective, that's what he chose to do the night before he died. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It made me think, when I come to the end of my life, you know, will I, will I be in the throes of pain? Will I just be overwhelmed with anxiety? Or will I keep on loving mm-hmm. yeah. those that God has given me? And that that's the thing that I'm, I'm left with, that his focus was all on the people that God had given him. And he loved them right to the end. Mm-hmm. There's a sort of equanimity, is that the word I'm looking for, of, of temperament as well in Jesus. Yeah. That mm. he knows what's about to happen, mm-hmm. he knows who he is, and he therefore chooses that. Yes. that. There's something of the act of will in that, isn't there? He knew the hour had come. Uh-huh. Do, I'm trying to think, are there any verses where people would say, Jesus, you're behaving a bit differently? That definitely in the garden. In, in the lead up to Easter. Yeah, yeah. but not before that. Yeah. That, as you say, he... He has such poise. He stays within where he is. Mm-hmm. And in the garden, his anxiety is all given to his father, God, isn't it? It's, mm-hmm. not, it's not to the other yeah. disciples. Mm-hmm. It's, he doesn't put that anxiety and stress onto them, which I'm aware I often no, do. No, it becomes something else. It becomes, yeah. it becomes acts of intimacy and sharing. Famously, John's Gospel doesn't have the Last Supper in it. it it's almost yeah. as if the foot washing is, is there instead. And... Both are acts, I mean, I, I don't know about when, with you, but when I get frightened or scared or I know that there's a big thing about to happen, I withdraw into myself. Mm. Jesus does the opposite. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He moves out to his friends. Yeah, and I, I, I was struck by this the other day. So I, I've been doing the Lecture 365 readings in the morning mm. and, and um, it was looking at Judas and the betrayal. 
and I was there was a comment made, and it was it was to do with the fact that as Jesus talks about the betrayal, they all think, "Is it me? Is it me? Mm. Is it me?" And and it really kind of impacted me because mm. because we forget that, don't we? That for the disciples, is it me? Am I going to be the one who betrays him? Am I going to be the one who denies him? Am I going to be the one who has to have my feet washed? Do you know there's, there's mm. a there's, there's in amongst that that um, poise that you talked about there, Neil? That there, there's the, we we have no idea really what's going on mm. inside a lot of their heads. Other than that, is it me? Am I, or am I ah. scared that they might be the one to run away? Yes. Um, but what does Jesus do? He doesn't say, "I told you so." He, uh-huh. he loves, uh-huh. loves, loves to the end. Uh-huh. Keeps loving. Uh-huh. And that's in some ways so much the Christian life is to learn that that we are loved when we can generate easily a hundred reasons why we shouldn't be loved. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and isn't it the Christian life that also that that we we cycle through that as mm-hmm. well? I'd certainly that you know go back to what I said at the beginning. That would be my repetitive pattern of thing. I can I've got this. I've got this. Don't worry, Jesus. I've got it. I can cope. I can do it. It's fine. And then you know having to come back to that place of no, I actually can't do it. Yeah, yeah. But that you know the, those those cycles of of behaviour I think are mm-hmm. are quite present. Love them to the end. Good question, Jen. Thank you very much. It was just before the Passover festival. Jesus knew that the hour had come for him to leave this world and go to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. Father God, forgive me when I fight for first place, when I look on others with contempt, when I forget whose I am. Thank you for Jesus' example of humble leadership and confident identity. Show me how to love others as you did. Amen. Explore this passage further on a wonder walk by going to scottish.bible forward slash Easter, where you'll also find our Easter reader and Light and Life Gospel. Join Jen, Neil and Fiona every fortnight on the Outspoken Bible podcast.